Welcome to the podcast that is all about self-employment. We'll be sharing expertise on getting started, getting noticed, and getting it right, as well as dealing with getting it wrong. Your host, Julia Kermode, will help you get ahead so you get the success you deserve. Welcome to today's episode. I'm really pleased to have with me Matt Wright, and we are going to talk about beating the um, big competitors when you're the smaller guy or girl. So welcome, Matt. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. No problem. Um, and so can we start off with a little bit of background about you and what, what you've been doing in the last kind of um, few years? Um, and, and we'll start with that, please. Yeah, sure. So uh Basically, I, I, I work for myself as a, a freelancer, yeah. uh, but have done for about 12 years. Um, and I'm in a bit of a unique situation in that I, for 12 years now, I've, I've sort of seen into lots of small businesses okay. and um, sort of watched them grow. Some actually to unicorn size, so like wow. billion, billion pound, uh, you know, uh, uh, valuations. Amazing. And, uh, and you know the whole way along I've sort of seen sort of helped to make the smaller guy uh beat the bigger guy <laughs> you know brilliant um, but along along the way as well uh with with my with my you know my freelancing um mm. I also have like passion projects on the side yeah um and you know those those are also quite an insight into that that you know that uh, that emphasis of trying to beat the the, the big guy uh you, you know trying to look bigger than you are yeah. Uh, so it's just it's just really nice to actually take this as a uh, you know a, a point of interest and um, talk about it because it's sort of not something necessarily that you always uh, see in the news you know yeah. or, or journalism. So yeah. uh, it's quite interesting to kind of nail it and put put the points down and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I I think so because it's it it is all about um all about that for for me and 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 what I'm doing with I work is trying to support people who are really just starting um or or perhaps they've been around for longer who knows but um but yeah trying to support people to do exactly that beating beating the big guys and I'm such a fan of the um freelance workforce it does such a such an important job um so so yeah I mean tell us where where do you even start because I mean there's I guess when you're a freelancer you're up against um bigger companies agencies you know consultancy firms you know whatever it might be so how where would you suggest we even start with trying to compete i i, I actually think uh, most um sectors and sort of industries are now very very competitive yeah. so i think people when they come in i don't think they realize what they're up against they're up against sort of decades half mm. centuries worth of businesses who've uh, been around so mm. the, the starting at that point it's always for me about cornering the niche that's now yeah um so recently um you, you know I, I was chatting to my next door neighbor and she's she's got a cleaning company and she just mm. can't compete with with the other cleaning companies and she's wondering why and it, it's almost about giving her the advice that she needs in terms yeah. of she's got she's got you know she's got everything she's got all of the essentials there she just needs to talk more about what or, or, or you know communicate out there the the things that she does that's different so yeah. what one example is airbnb cleaning okay um yeah. or, or rug, rug cleaning so so okay. basically getting getting to the point where you know you're you're, you're smaller than the, the big guy so you can turn on a penny so you you know right. you you can you can yeah. look at the trends out there and immediately 
um, uh, focus on them and collect your niches up. So I think I think the first starting point is mm-hmm. really knowing what you're good at and knowing what what that is as a niche or what that could what what you could be good at in in a niche of today's in today's world, and yeah. really finding your place as a in the customer journey. Um, owning that first I find that so interesting because um over the over the years you know um, I've been in and around the recruitment sector so so recruitment agencies and that side of things and um one of the speakers at an event I was at was say it was advising recruitment firms to go really really niche and uh, this was years ago this was when I was just starting in the sector and I thought well that just doesn't make sense because to me um I I was thinking no you you've got to be trying to do all things to all people and that's how to how to get business but actually I've completely done a u-turn and I've seen that that kind of the more niche you are the the more kind of specialist you are and and the more the more likely you are to get business but it's a strange one to (laughs) to get your head around isn't it yeah I I think when you then go to do thought leadership and it you know Mm. if you're sort of let's take the clearly company example again that's quite a you know you're you're, you know that's quite a, a different you know that's not really a sort of more of a business uh, management area to do to think mm. about but like thought leadership can be anything from like you know just taking the latest innovation and and, and flying that flag so during rona coronavirus you know yeah. you, you would get the mist sprays that would, mm. would, would you know that would uh, get get rid of uh, the, the bugs and, yes. and so on There's thought leadership so trying to form your own thought leadership around that around your morals around your values helps with that as well they're not mm. the same thing necessarily but they um you know what what uh, I, I put some thought leadership out uh during coronavirus that mm-hmm. just got shared and shared and shared by people in my sector and uh, the amazing thing was that they were doing the work for me to to, to <laughs> you know to promote my services so I was actually getting people in my industry using me for something in the industry so it was almost like I was climbing the snakes and ladders very quickly Brilliant. um you know getting getting large large companies at my door because the the thought leadership was there you know there, there was something principally yeah. that they were interested in so it was, it was it's collecting those niches up they are small but when you collect them they're big mm, mm. um so yeah I think that's the advantage of the small guy as well you can build quite a large business not necessarily quickly but um you know uh, so long as you uh you, you know you, that you stand for something different yeah and what, what you just said there um, about kind of your, you you put some thought leadership out there, that's demonstrating your expertise and the fact that you know your your sector. And, and I think that's a large part of it, because otherwise um, people might not know of you. So you might you might be absolutely brilliant in, in your particular three or four niches. <laughs> but if, but if no one knows about it, then then you you're probably not going to get a chance to compete. So, so there is that side of things. And and it's quite hard to put yourself out there, I think, sometimes, especially mm. when you're just starting. Um, and, you know, I've talked to new firms who who even just don't even are, are even a bit scared of social media and, and things like that. But I always think that just try, just try. So yeah. for your thought leadership piece, um, you've probably got got a lot um behind it but if you were just new I'd be saying well just try just put it out there what's the worst that can happen you know and it's it's sometimes you have to force yourself to take that leap in a way I think with that thought leadership as well you really need to look at how your presentation uh Mm. is nailed so you know like I often find it like a bit of a, a 
a triangle of uh, when I get a new lead, the mm. best new leads, I feel like they've gone to my website. So you have to have a good, 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 good website. Um, yeah. Then they've gone to, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a social yeah. and thought, yeah. yeah, this guy's for real. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, maybe they've done a Google search and seen that there's good reviews. So yeah. it's almost like, I feel like, I feel like at that point you, you can raise an invoice of quite a substantial amount of money and they'll pay it straight away because as the, as a smaller guy, you you looked bigger, you know, like you yes. looked, and so I think there's a there's a speed to which um, when you put something out, whenever you talk to uh, your your customer or even mm. your sector, you you are you have your brand there and you've wrapped your brand around it, and and that's the trust signals, you know, you really yeah. have, so you have your thought leadership, but you and you have your you know your communications, but you you know you 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 must sort of build that trust in so you know your packaging and your documentation what does it look like how how friendly and warm is it you know are you using just stock photos or are you using are you trying harder to 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 show you yeah Uh, because that's an advantage you know you have a human touch versus a corporation um yeah even sometimes I I find uh I never forget an agency a a large bank turned around and said well we're going to give you this business but if if we pulled out um you know would, would you you know would, would you crumble and it's almost like uh it, when you get those big leads and so forth they're looking for indicators that you're you, you can stomach them as okay. as large yes. so, yeah. you know if you want to if you want a big contract tomorrow uh are you are you able to service that and, it, and, and and if you and if you suddenly got into this corporate world where you, you know like the big contract failed and, and suddenly you're landed with big costs can mm. you stomach those costs and that, that's what the big corporations are looking for they're looking for people who've got everything financially uh straight you know a vat benefit for instance so sometimes trust signals and and you know uh branding and so forth it, it, it also about getting your ducks in order with your with you know the, the way that what you what you might expect will will happen so it's talking to others I think in your yeah. sector and yeah. understanding what what might come up um, yeah. quite scary really it yes certainly certainly if you're kind of looking at, at those big value contracts it's um yeah it, it can it can be really daunting but um you know you yourself within your business would wouldn't be going for that type of work if you couldn't um if you couldn't kind of do it and the the other thing that you've said that I really like is this whole kind of human touch piece because I I really think that's where um where the smaller guys and girls come in um come into their own because big corporates so I think you just mentioned a bank they they can't have that human touch in the same way as as say Joe Bloggs Joe Bloggs's company doing social media for them um I don't know why I picked Joe Bloggs and social media but but it's just an easy example um and you know that that's having the personality um is 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 how you can really be different and I'm so pleased that you said that that's one of the things that the bigger firms like about about the smaller ones actually I I think that's really good news yeah I I often find that you when people are buying you in the end Mm. and so if you, if there's anything in the way of them seeing you and understanding who you are and what you do, then sometimes that's a real gateway, a real block because yeah. you, your experiences count the most because that's what they're buying. You know, they're maybe buying five years of experience or a skill that you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, sometimes when you put 
when you don't communicate that efficiently you're kind of putting yourself back uh because yeah. you, you know you'll get those visits you'll get those searches you'll, you'll get those social media visits and um they won't see you they'll see you know the uh the the, the you know the they'll see the another corporation you know and that's mm-hmm. maybe not what not what they're looking for so there's there's all of that kind of um i suppose creating the the creating a presence that bigger than that's bigger than perhaps you are um and yeah. and doing it that way and i think one of the aspects of doing that is sometimes you will need to build what they call an mvp it's a, a minimum viable product okay. sometimes yeah. you sometimes you're you're thinking much bigger than than you can possibly stomach as a thing yeah as an entity like you want to build a service or a platform or a, a tool or software mm. or and you need to kind of take it you this you know the, you need to kind of take it with a view of what are the initial s- steps and stages yeah. and which and how can I get get those through with the minimum spend so I don't you know uh, remortgage have to remortgage <laughs> yeah but so you can build up an initial view of what your service is like I worked recently with a a legal um a legal client who they just got on with it they just got on they just got on and built an initial mvp minimum viable product with a couple of hundred pounds maybe i don't know how much but for me personally when i'm building an mvp i might spend a couple of hundred mm. with a developer and he'll build me like a tool yeah. um and then i can show clients that and be like well look you know you know this is big clients don't even do this you know and I'm, I'm creating yeah. an efficiency you know big big competitors don't even do that you know so it's, yeah. it's maybe yeah. it's, it's it, I think it's also about finding the, the smaller steps that get you to the next bit yeah. quicker that don't cost you an arm and a leg it's about being efficient um with with how you're running your business so you know um that you know and things like um like where you can be efficient and you know maybe not holding stock initially and you know um and and how you work with other people and in terms of um your payment terms and and all all things like that really can make make quite a difference to to how you are um working efficiently which then will surely then help you being able to 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 compete um against the against the other guys and knowing knowing what you're good at so so yeah. it all kind of adds up, doesn't it, to to the bigger picture? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's. I think maybe this is what we've not talked about is, as long as having ambition mm. and just having a dead cert, uh, you know, and you can't knock this person down. They they don't they don't care what's in their way. They'll find it. They'll find <laughs> their way. Yeah. Through. And I think maybe we we've not mentioned yet the we've talked a lot about processes and yes. um, things that you need, but also things that you need mentally you know like uh yeah. we've not talked about you know like uh just this unknockable uh uh aspiration to yes. to do something it, it is is absolutely fundamental isn't it you know it's um, yeah. we talk about all of this but it has to be sat on the right shoulders isn't it, it has to be there are a lot of people that might walk away this is too much you know uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I can't do all of this. You know, uh, the, you know, I, I get that a lot when I talk to people about. As soon as coronavirus hit, a lot of people felt sorry for me. Because <laughs> oh, no. uh, you know, because <laughs> I'm the smaller freelancer. Yeah. You know, I'm not employed. They're all on furlough. I got a, I got a loan. You know, I, yeah. uh, from the government. It's zero interest. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, it helps. Uh, I don't think 
Um, and in some, it's as bad as you think once you get going. In in some ways, you, you being the being a freelancer, um, you you can be much more agile anyway than than the than the bigger companies. Um, it just just depends whether whether you you know at, at the time of the pandemic, um, whether whether you were able to pivot your business, which is what everyone. I I try not to yeah. use the word pivot because I've gone off it because I think it's been overused so much. Um, but but you know as 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 a smaller um business you you've got that ability to to be agile in in those ways haven't you yeah yeah for sure for sure and i think i think that's there is a beauty in, it, in this sort of, uh you know this there's a real excitement uh, and mm. beauty in in seeing that smaller uh entity grow and establish big companies just are not not that agile in in the same way are they no no and i think that's the thing is it? it's having your eyes open mm. um mm. and it you don't necessarily like i've for years i've tried to do this mechanically try and understand trends through tools like google trends or something yeah like um but sometimes the the benefit of being the small guy is that you're on the ground yeah you you know the prop. You know the problem. It, yeah. You can see it because it's being talked to. Yeah. You know, it, you're you're talking about it with the client. Yeah. Uh, you, you, because you because you're on the ground, but you're also, you know, like uh, trying to be bigger than that. But yeah, you have the benefit of, uh, you know, the, the whole TV program that you see on Channel Four, isn't it? You know, boss bosses on the ground. Or <laughs> I love uh, that program actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> They, and they always walk away and they're like i'm so surprised that blah, blah, blah. and it's like yeah. well if you're if you you know like you as the smaller guy you get that all the time yes. you understand and and maybe you, you see that that difference that point of difference yeah i think that's so interesting because we don't always use our unique view of the world um and and maybe maybe we should and and you're right because they they the the bigger companies don't have that they're, they're just not aware and so I think sometimes we can get a bit hung up on being this the smaller um uh guys and girls because because you sort of think well well we're smaller um but actually there's so much going for us isn't there yeah I think so there's an excitement to it as well isn't it mm. like you know uh do you see that ever see that communication about the colonel at KFC and he started his business at 60 so yes. why can't we you know why, exactly. why can't Exactly. Anybody can do it. it. Doesn't necessarily have a prejudice against age, or yeah. you know, uh, or you know, when I was at uh, business studies A level, or I think it was GCSE actually, <laughs> uh, they said, "What, what, what was your business? What would you like to do?" Uh, you, you know, everyone had to set up a business, and Claire's accessories, ah, actually, yes. yeah. Claire's accessories came from that process. Did it? it was GCSE, wow. I think it was a GCSE uh, girl or guy, I don't know, <laughs> who said, I just want to do, uh, there's not an accessory shop that I could walk into in town that sells hairbands. So, and so there, there we have it. So, um, if, um, so, so if our listeners do want to beat the, the big guys, um, then, you know, what, what would be your kind of top tips to kind of finish off with, um, as yeah, to sure. how, how they, how they could. So we, we've talked about all sorts of things. So, you know, I, I guess your answer could be, well, listen back to everything we've already said, but, yeah. <laughs> but any, any kind too of long. standout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, too long didn't hear. <laughs> T-L-D-H. Um, <laughs> any, um, top tips, um, that, that you would recommend? So I think, yeah, the main, the main thing for me is I think let, let's focus back on processes again, not, not the, mm. you know, the 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 metaphorical uh, not the metaphorical philosophical stuff <laughs> yes. towards the end but like uh, so philosophy aside I think really 
when you're starting and you want you know you, you really have that aspiration I think you just have to know what you're good at yeah and focus on that first and try and build on that because it might be that that is the niche that grows yeah um or that is the niche that carries and runs and does all the legwork for you because um I think for me especially with what I do I understand that you, you are blocked out from uh, a lot of Google searches because the competitors are, it's too difficult there's too many okay. but then when yeah. you look when you look at the niches it's a lot easier yeah. so I think that it's a rank for instance and then I think you have to manage what's seen so you ha- you know knowing what you're good at but then also looking at how you brand yourself and how you manage that mm-hmm. uh, and how you look the smartest and look just as smart and more um with a personal touch, I think, yes. with, with your own, you're, you're, you're able as a, as an entity to be more friendly or warmer or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you're able to be more modern. And I think really it's predicting, isn't it? It's, so there's an element of prediction. So yes, you, your boots are on the ground and you can maybe predict um, more of what people want. Mm-hmm. And I think so trying to predict as much as possible. So, but that also means trying to predict what, what clients will ask you so it's, it's, the, it's the more boring stuff it's, you yeah. know like what's the price what do you deliver yeah um, you've got to have answers for that stuff because otherwise yeah <laughs> yeah and, and I think yeah so ramping up that but also trying to work on your trust signals so trying to work on the proof of why it is that you are just as big you know mm. maybe you have to work for a big guy for free just to build up the you know the, the you know the, the 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 case studies yeah um maybe you need to join the you know the the b corp or yeah. uh, b corp or, or you know maybe you need some badges that yes. people haven't got yeah maybe you need some trust signals but also maybe you need to, to compete maybe you need re- to register as a company unfortunately or yeah. if, if, if that's too confusing for you you need that accountancy skill um and also maybe you know with trust signals you need to build something as a minimum viable product that proves that you're you're there but yeah I think ultimately ultimately philosophy aside although I love that (laughs) it is trying to solve that problem isn't it it's trying to solve a problem which is in your client's hands Mm. um that that big the big guy can't even see they they can't even uh solve because they don't even know it's there brilliant well thank you so much for your time that's been really interesting and it's just kind of um got me thinking about all sorts of things um so <laughs> so so yeah I'm, I'm thanks feeling... for having me <laughs> no you're you're really really welcome um and as i say i'm sure it's been really helpful for for our listeners so so yeah brilliant and um we will um put your details in the notes that go with the show so if anyone wants to find out more then then they can so yeah thanks so much thanks julia thank you for listening listening to All About Self-Employment, hosted by Julia Kermode. For more information on today's discussion, please visit iwork.co.uk, where you can also join our growing community. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, then we would love you to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We'll be back at the same time next week.